Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So, I have some good news today. Finally, I was whitelisted on Wax. Therefore, my collection with the NFTs that I was speaking about a few days ago will finally be able to be released, and I have a little surprise for you, a nice little giveaway for anyone listening to this episode. But as promised, I'm going to go through the actual process, how long it took for me uh, to get whitelisted and what have you, and just going through everything, the correspondence back and forth, and maybe it'll help you if you are ever deciding to start your own collection to get whitelisted on Wax. Now, why is it important to get whitelisting? Um, if you listen to the episode when I, uh, I think it was episode 50, if I'm not mistaken, when I was speaking about uh, the process of, or as to why I was deciding to go to whitelist, I think I briefly mentioned it. But right now, one of the main reasons besides the fact that if you are not whitelisted, your NFTs will be hidden by default for uh, new users unless they go into the settings and show collections that are not whitelisted. So it sort of takes a more advanced user to do that. And I mentioned in that episode that they're really doing this to protect the new users because there are some people in this that might steal art or just uh, do all sorts of things. But going through this actual process, it just at least uh, for the most part, uh, put some layers of safety in for the user base so that you're not buying something that's possibly stolen or the artist is not using uh, copyrighted material and claiming it's their own. But what I didn't mention, one of the other additional uh, benefits as to why I want to be whitelisted, besides the fact that really anyone who's uh, going to be serious on wax is going to be whitelisted. And then once you uh, actually become quote unquote somebody, you get verified, which is the orange check mark. but I'm not there as yet. But being whitelisted with is the white check mark, again, will show up in all the accounts. So, you know, anyone searching for it, it will just pop up. Up in the search results and in their wallets and so forth. But also it gives you access to certain tools and certain things such as Nefty Blocks. And Nefty Blocks is a really cool add-on, if you will. It's actually a dApp, I should say, that allows you to just do certain things on Wax when you're creating your NFTs that uh, before that you needed to rely uh, entirely on Atomic Hub and the Wax team to uh, create packs for you and certain features that if you're not familiar with packs, uh, just think of uh, if you're collecting baseball cards, football cards, Pokemon cards, or any of those when you actually get those packs with, say, multiple cards in it. Well, that's something that's very popular on the Wax blockchain. And traditionally or typically, how that would happen is if you're creating packs, you're working directly with the Wax team and putting it through Atomic Hub and setting all of that up. However, uh, that is very their team is very backed up and that is uh, time consuming and everything because you're actually using the official team. But Nefty Blocks is an add-on, or as I said before, a DAP, which is a decentralized application that runs on Wax that allows you to do uh, a lot of these things uh, on your own. You create these packs that you can uh, then create or blending and all sorts of other things, which I'll cover them in a whole separate episode after I actually release this. But in order to use those tools, your account has to be uh, whitelisted. So with that said, I was whitelisted today and I'm pretty excited about that. And just as a cool side note, I put it on Twitter, you know, just really just my excitement. And I was pretty co cool to see that the actual Wax team just liked it. And I was like, oh, wow, cool. And they commented and, um, I, I, you know, congratulations. And I, I thought that was just very cool of them. And again, it's not like I'm some massive influencer with, you know, millions and millions of followers. So just to see that, you know, they, their team commented on that, I thought that was really cool to wish me congrats. So that's another reason why I am just pro-Wax and the whole community over there. And... 
it's just a simplicity, like the whole family and community over there. It, it's just it's just fun. So on January 5th is when I initially applied uh, for the whitelisting. I created uh, the initial, I believe it was four templates. I put that in there and I applied. I did that probably about 4 a.m. in the morning and by noon, um, you know, I checked it and they had responded saying that I needed more templates. So at that point, I was thinking, okay, well, hopefully within the next week, I'll be able to get everything done and and that actually worked out pretty well because it is January 11th but the whole process so by noon they responded saying that I needed to create some more templates and I also needed a little bit of proof saying that I was the one who was actually creating these and these were original arts so what I responded with was a screen recording of me editing the art and uh, in Photoshop or well not really Photoshop I use the affinity suite but it's, it's the same thing as Photoshop and how I created the cover art for the podcast is what I ended up uh, using as uh, one of the uh, templates for the NFTs, you know, because I'd be giving them away on the, the podcast. I uh, created that with Canva and I uh, just did the video of me actually doing that, animating it and what have you. And then on January 7th, uh, the Friday... I had some more templates created, so I uploaded them and I sent my response just saying that, okay, here are some more. And if there was anything else that they would need, I'd be more than happy to uh, comply with it. Very quickly, uh, he responded saying, you know, oh, that looks great. Um, is that you? And did you create it? And I said, yes, absolutely. And I sent the uh, the image that it was originally from, the photograph that it came from, and just a, a few screenshots of the process of creating it and uh, setting everything up from the original photograph and turning it into the NFT. And the second one was the wax uh, NFT, which is, uh, you can see, it's, it's, it's called the vintage wax, which is just a play on words because, of course, this is the wax blockchain and it is a wax head melting. So we responded with the rough draft of how we went from the, the sketch to the initial um, uh, graphic itself and the final version of that process from, you know, the various steps. So that way you can actually see this is progression. And I didn't just find a random photo or whatever it was somewhere along the line that this was actually custom created for the collection. Well, that was what I was able to show in those uh, various photos with, with the different steps along the way. Then I received another email saying that, okay, well, now I need to have the social uh, tags and backlinks. So what I ended up doing was I uh, responded by putting the link to the collection on Wax in the um, actual the bio for my Twitter. And then also, uh, I have a YouTube channel, but primarily I, that is not my main means. But like, for example, uh, one of the episodes that I did also release on YouTube was the vocabulary for this NFT space. And I just made a slideshow basically of that. So, okay, I linked to that YouTube channel. And then I also put the link to the uh, Atomic Hub collection on that as well. So the backlink was there. So the collection is pointing towards it. And then the, the YouTube channel is pointing back towards the collection. And to show that I was the one controlling the podcast and I had access to it, I also put the link in the latest episode of the, the podcast. I just said, okay, right at the bottom of, of the show notes, if you know, uh, if, if you check the show notes of the last episode released for the podcast, you're going to see the link to the Atomic Hub uh, collection. So there, I'm having links all over the place showing that I'm uh, I'm the one who's controlling the actual the, the podcast, the Twitter account, the YouTube, and it's all pointing back to the account and then also it's pointing from the account back out to those other things right so it's like a a backlink so it's both ways showing that they are connected
So that brings us up to Saturday, January 8th, when I changed the short link that was in the um, as the website link in the Twitter handle. And I, I changed it to a link tree, which, you know, just stepped it up a little bit and uh, have everything also in the link tree. So now I have the podcast, also the link to um, Nifty Business Week, which is the newsletter, which is niftybusinessweek.com in case you're interested. And the Wax Collection. So everything is all linked out in the link tree and is right there in the header of the Twitter page. And then also uh, they asked me to put the the actual wallet address. So T-O-Q-T-I dot wham, which is the, the Wax wallet address, you know, the public address that is associated with the, the Wax account. So I put all of those things into the, the header now of the... Twitter account, just further verifying that I have access to this, that I'm able to edit this stuff. It is my account and I'm linking it back towards uh, everything. So, you know, just further proving that I'm in control of all of this stuff. So then finally on Monday, January 10th, they said, great, everything looks good. The last step now is the KYC uh, verification, which is the know your customer. And usually, uh, according to their guidelines and what have you, uh, for games, uh, they would do this. But uh, either way, it doesn't matter to me. It's like I, I have nothing to hide anyways, and I'm doing all this stuff above board, and I already sent my photos and all the stuff in there anyways. And uh, even in the newsletter, there is a, a business address that I had to sign up with for that and all sorts of things. So really, it's not like I'm just some fly-by-night person who is trying to go under the radar or whatever it is. So it was no problem for me. And I sent in my driver's license with uh, and filled out that form uh, for the whole process. If you've never done a KYC, you know, uh, depending on how much you're withdrawing from the brokerages or whatever it is, or some brokerages, no matter what, just to uh, get on there, you have to do this process. But uh, basically, you take a photo of your ID. And then also within the app, you're going, oh, the front and the back of your ID. And then also within the app, then you take a photo of yourself. So basically you're, you can't fudge this to say that this was through the app, through the browser and everything. You're doing everything right there, the ID and yourself. So you know that it is current and uh, that is what you do. You send this information in and they verify it with all the other stuff. And then after a while, they contact back uh, whoever it is, the exchange, or in this case, it would be uh, the wax team or officially it's the pink team. Um, because they're the ones who are really handling all the stuff uh, in the background, but uh, you don't need to know that. Just know it's uh, all of this stuff is happening on Wax, but uh, the customer service or the back end is really the pink team. But anyways, finally on Tuesday, January 11th, which is, or I should say was yesterday, it is today when I'm recording this Tuesday night, I received the email saying I was whitelisted. So great, congratulations. And, uh, you know, that was really cool. So really within a week, I was whitelisted. I got the whole collection up. And really, uh, it would it would have been a lot quicker if I didn't do this stuff with a weekend in between, even though he did respond on Saturday. But there was that weekend. And also, it took a few days for me to actually create some more templates. So if I had all those templates initially up from day one, and I had everything um, linked up properly before uh, hand. I think, honestly, I probably could have uh, been whitelisted uh, within 48 hours. I really do. So the whole process, it did teach me a few things, which I would say if I was doing it again or if I was recommending what someone should do to get, to get through this whitelisting process is definitely do about 10 templates just screen record or screenshot the whole process along the way so that after the whitelisting or when you go to whitelist that you don't have to basically scramble and try to find your notes and um, any uh, interactions and steps along the way proving that there was a creative process and 
whether that is you're working with a third party or a team or whatever it is, just show the process, document the whole thing from start to finish for the collection and don't wait until you go to whitelist. It'll save you a lot of time and headaches and running around and have the social medias and everything already linked up and good to go. I would recommend using something like Linktree or one of those link building uh, things so that way you can just have everything there. One click, everything pops up and when they're verifying your stuff, they can go to each one rather than the back and forth and your copy and pasting links. All you have to do is have everything already set up. Let's say you're on YouTube, you're on Twitter, you're on Instagram, you're on Facebook and you're, uh, you have a podcast and you also have a website. Well, all of those things could be linked up in the link tree. And then from those things, you're going to uh, have a backlink going back to uh, the collection. So that way, when they're just going through the verification process, it's just streamlining it for them. You're helping them, but also you're setting up your profile to have all the stuff on display. So that way your audience actually knows where you are. So it's a win-win, you know, you're saving them and you're also doing yourself a service. So, and your audience is service. So everyone wins. All three parties involved wins. Uh, the last email I received from them was just basically saying that uh, congratulations that you're whitelisted and as a person that or, or as a collection that is whitelisted, we hold you to a higher standard. Uh, actually, I'll just read the actual uh, the guidelines that they want you to follow. They said, good luck. Please continue to respect the rules in order to not become de-whitelisted. Thank you. And by de-whitelisting, meaning that you can actually lose your checkmark, you know, just by violating any of these policies. So here is a list of the most important requirements. And of course, these are the same things that were uh, before. Make sure to only use original art for your NFTs. Don't airdrop NFTs to accounts that have shown no interest in your collection. So no spamming, you know, just sending these out to random people. That's just no good. If your collection has become whitelisted as a regular collection, you should not be starting promises of having a game. This can result in your de-whitelisting and blacklisting because uh, holding that game, uh, just going back to that and summarizing that, having a game account is held to a higher standard and you, you have to do just more steps. You have to have a legal business entity and you have to have uh, more verifications and all sorts of things because in a lot of cases you're talking about staking and rewards and, um, and it becomes investment type territory. And in order to do that and be approved for that, you have to go through more steps. So if in my case, it's just a normal, uh, regular uh, account, the collection has nothing to do with staking and having some sort of a game. If I ever do want to do that, I would have to uh, basically apply to upgrade this account, basically just submitting more information. Then it says for the orange check mark, which is the fully verification, there are no fixed requirements for verification. However, in general, they are meant for big and highly reputable collections. Have a great week. So generally speaking, at this point, that is sort of the goal to get that check mark. And that's, you know, just like the check mark on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. That's basically when you're somebody. So that is the goal right now. But I'm just excited to have that white check mark, meaning that it is whitelisted. I am good to go. So with that said, uh, hopefully uh, this was very helpful for you if you want to make your own collection if you want to get on wax and for going on this journey with me and having all of this fun i'm giving away that wax nft when i say wax i mean the wax head you know the one that was uh, describing with the melting and it's a play on words that it's on wax the link will be in the show notes. And if you do not have a wax wallet, which is what you will need for this, or you can actually use an anchor wallet, scatter wallet, or uh, some of the other ones that are, you know, you have your own keys and everything. But initially, either way, you're still going to need a wax wallet before you can set up one of those. Uh, the link for that also will be in the show notes. 
so you can go ahead and claim that, set that up, and get your free NFT. So I really appreciate it. And also, if you want to share this content with your friends, I would really appreciate it if you screenshot that NFT and you would share it on Twitter. Just tag me in it at Tropic Vibes, and I will not only respond to you, but if you even put your your wax wallet, I will definitely, I will send out another NFT to you just for great appreciation. And lastly, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on whichever podcast app that you're listening to. If you enjoy this content, and honestly, um, I, I'm not even going to say uh, leave a five-star review. Like Literally, anything that you want to leave, even if it's a one-star, hopefully it's not a one-star, but I just want to know... Uh, what you guys think of this so far, um, creating this content every day, uh, any suggestions, feedback, constructive, hopefully, that you do put in that comment, I will read them, and I, I really appreciate it. And, you know, I just want to really know, like, what are you guys most interested in? Or, you know, what do you like about the show or don't like about the show? And just honest feedback. I'm not saying, okay, just put five star reviews. But either way, it will help me out. Of course, you know, I'm hoping for five star reviews because that will definitely uh, give me a boost (laughs) as far as finding uh, people finding this podcast. But definitely, I would appreciate it if you would share it on Twitter or whichever social media you're on. I just say Twitter because that's really where uh, the NFT community um, is gathered for the most part. So I'm looking forward to that and uh, sharing that with you guys, releasing the rest of the collection and getting everything set up. And in the future episodes, I'll uh, probably uh, do one about the whole Nefty Blocks, um, which is what I'm going to actually use to do this free giveaway. So the link is in the show notes, everything, and I will see you in the next one. Later. The Nifty Business Arrow is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.